Happy May the 4th or Revenge of the 5th or whenever you're watching this. Today's episode is a very exciting episode because as you might have guessed, based on that phrase, we are talking about Star Wars and play theory. And I can't wait to dive into some key scenes and moments and quotes from Star Wars that just tie into play theory beautifully. So it's going to be a fun episode. So may the force be with you as we dive into this goodness. Welcome to the Happiness Playbook, a podcast where we explore the why and how of happiness. I'm your host, Neil Hooper, and I just wanted to remind you that life is a team sport, so let's play together. Let's kick things off today with our highlight reel, where we talk about the good news happening in the world. It's only appropriate that for today's episode, we had something Star Wars themed for our good news article. And so with that, uh, let's read an article online from theguardian.com, which reads, Darth Vader's helmet raises charity funds in May the 4th auction. So David Prowse, who actually was the actor behind Darth Vader, we know that James Earl Jones is actually the voice of Darth Vader, but he was the one behind the mask actually doing all the actions. And he passed away and he had a bunch of items, props, uh, and, and a bunch of other items that they actually auctioned off. Now, he suffered from Alzheimer's, and so what someone did was they decided to turn this into an auction to raise money for Alzheimer's research, and that's exactly what they did. They raised over 400,000 pounds, which is a ton of money, and they were able to donate a large portion of that to the Alzheimer's research. Some of the items included... Darth Vader's helmet, the original helmet, which is really cool. They had some lightsaber props, and they even had a script for The Empire Strikes Back, which is a really cool item and was actually signed by him. Um, and it's worth noting that the big twist in the plot line, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back by now, uh, you've probably already tuned out of the episode, so that's okay. But the big twist where Darth Vader reveals that he is Luke's father was actually omitted from the original script so that everyone on set would be just as surprised um, when, when the scene took place and actually happened. Uh, I believe that Mark Hamill was not even aware of that line until they shot the, the scene, uh, which is pretty cool. So anyway... They made tons of money. I think the script alone raised 23,000 pounds by itself. They had autographed pictures and lots of cool things. So remember, if you're feeling down about life, turn off the mainstream news and tune into the happiness playbook because we're going to tell you the good things happening in the world and there are lots of good things happening. This is just one of them. All right, let's get into this. So this is how it's going to work. We're going to go through a few scenes and a few clips of Star Wars that tie into play theory and extract all of the principles and really discuss how the principles in play in that scene or clip and then also how it applies to our lives. So with that, let's start with our first one, which is not a very common scene, you might um, be thinking, but it's from Star Wars Episode One, and it's this great conversation between Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it's kind of their introduction into the entire franchise. So let's roll the clip 
and see what we can learn. I have a bad feeling about this. I don't sense anything. It's not about the mission, Master. It's something elsewhere. Elusive. Don't center on your anxieties, Obi-Wan. Keep your concentration here and now where it belongs. But Master Yoda said I should be mindful of the future. But not at the expense of the moment. Be mindful of the living force, young Padawan. Yes, Master. Ooh, I love that one. Jar Jar Binks aside, Star Wars Episode One, I think, is actually, for sure, to my top three Star Wars movies. I'm not going to release my full list just yet, maybe at a later date, but... Uh, I love the dialogue. I love the overarching plot and it has the best lightsaber duel. So, you know, I like it. But anyway, this conversation is so great because it's tricky to find the balance when we're talking about be present, which is clearly what Qui-Gon Jinn is counseling Obi-Wan Kenobi to do here. Um, there's this balance between, you know, looking to the future and staying in the moment. Now, it's not bad to plan ahead. That's a great thing. But what I love about this scene and this line from Qui-Gon Jinn is it's not a bad thing as long as it's not at the expense of the moment. And I, it's a very good uh, balancing or, or check and balance, I think, for Be Present is that we should be planning ahead. We should be looking to the future and making sure we're ready for it. But if that comes at the expense of the moment and we're no longer being present, then we have a problem. And that is just highlighted here so beautifully. Okay, for our next clip, we are going to sit down with the wise sage Yoda for some great wisdom and a very classic quote. So let's go ahead and roll the clip and we'll talk about it. Afraid, are you? No, sir. See through you? We can. Be mindful of your feelings. Your thoughts dwell on your mother. I miss her. Mm, afraid to lose her, I think. Mm? What has that got to do with anything? Everything. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Oh, it's such a good dramatic moment from Master Yoda. And I love that he is giving a very stern warning here to young Anakin because he can sense this, this fear and he's, he's projecting, he's forecasting and kind of spells out where that fear can lead. It doesn't always lead there, but, um, and, and this scene, we could extract a lot of principles here. Obviously, be present is going to factor in because, you know, if we're worried about the future, then we're not being present. But we're not always good at being present, and that anxiety does creep in. What I love about what Yoda's saying here is it's a really unique angle of let go and play. Because when we're not present and we allow these other emotions to come in, they can evolve into very harmful things. And like he points out here, that anxiety or that fear can turn into anger, hate, and suffering. These are terrible things. And ultimately, uh, suffering is, is the opposite of happiness in a lot of ways. And we don't want there to be suffering. 
And if we can help control that fear, and and again, that plays into being present, but when we allow it to kind of go unchecked and it does become anger um, and hate even, we have to learn how to let go of that. And there are some pivotal moments later on. This is still Star Wars Episode One at the very beginning of the saga. But later on, where there are key moments where Anakin allows that anger and that hate to be in his heart. And instead of choosing to let go, he doubles down on that anger. And ultimately, we see what happens. He becomes Darth Vader. He becomes a Sith. And so it's important that we are present, obviously, but that we also are able to let go of these heart, these emotions and these perspectives and ideas and thoughts that are that are feeding these uh, fearful, anger-filled and, and hateful thoughts. For our next scene, we're going to turn to Padme, who's got some great counsel for us. Roll the clip. Sometimes we must let go of our pride and do what is requested of us. Anakin, you've grown up. Master Obi-Wan manages not to see it. I'm ready for the trials, but he feels that I'm too unpredictable. He won't let me move on. That must be frustrating. It's worse. He's overly critical. He never listens. He, he doesn't understand. It's not fair. Our mentors have a way of seeing more of our faults than we would like. It's the only way we grow. This little gem highlights a great point of accept and build. Now, we have all kinds of mentors and coaches, loved ones, friends, and if we're not accepting feedback from them, then we are missing out on a huge opportunity for us to learn and grow. Anakin obviously has Obi-Wan Kenobi who has taken him on as his Padawan, and he is his mentor and his master who he, he is teaching, and he gives him feedback throughout. And you could argue some of it's a little harsh, but the key is here, when we receive constructive feedback or, or criticism from those we love, it's so important in those moments to accept and build upon that feedback. Why? Because others have unique perspectives and can see our blind spots where we might think we're doing well, others can let us know of these blind spots or areas of improvement that we have not considered. It goes without saying that the source of feedback can be important, and you don't necessarily have to accept and build upon feedback from every single person that gives it to you. But if you can double down in humility and accept that criticism and that constructive feedback and and address those blind spots in your life, you're going to be able to progress and grow in exponential ways. Those who not only accept and build on feedback from others, but seek it out are the ones who truly progress and get ahead because they are wanting to address those blind spots and they're wanting to improve and to double down in that humility and to embrace that feedback is a true gift. Thank you for sharing, Padme. Before we get to our last clip and talk about Look Outward, here are a few honorable mentions that are worth throwing in. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Moral of the story, surround yourself with people who are supportive and believe in you or else you'll want to choke them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And no, I'm not. Next is a classic. Dude, 
or do not. There is no try. For this last clip, we are going to go to the climax of the original trilogy in Return of the Jedi, where Luke and Darth Vader are having their final exchange together and where we see Luke really trying to get through to Darth Vader and for him to see the good and embrace the good inside him. It's a beautiful scene. Let's roll the clip. So you have accepted the truth. I've accepted the truth that you were once Anakin Skywalker, my father. That name no longer has any meaning for me. It is the name of your true self you've only forgotten. I know there is good in you. The Emperor hasn't driven it from you fully. That was why you couldn't destroy me. That's why you won't bring me to your Emperor now. Now, this is deep and hard stuff that we're talking about here. Here you have Darth Vader. It's a Darth Vader. He's blown up planets. He's ruthlessly killed countless people. He is a bad guy. He is like, when you think of bad guy, you think of Darth Vader. And yet there's Luke saying, I know there's good in you. He's looking at one of the most despised and ruthless evil people in the galaxy and saying, I know there's good in you. Now, he just found out not that long ago that it that Darth Vader's his father, and that's factoring in, but the principle still applies. What Luke does here is very powerful. He's hearkening back to Darth Vader's true self is what he says that Darth Vader has forgotten. And this principle is such a powerful way for us to apply look outward in our own lives. Those who are hurt, those who are filled with anger and hate and doing destructive and sometimes evil things, they have forgotten their true self. Deep down, we all have a heart and that heart and that desire to do good is there. There is good in every single human being. And it is only when people forget their true selves, their good selves, that they begin to act out in these harmful and destructive ways. When we find ourselves confronted with these bitter, hate-filled, angry, destructive individuals, it is very tempting to cast them aside in the name of self-preservation or comfort. But if we can, as Luke did, look for the good in these individuals and try to help bring that out in them to, to embrace and trust and lean into that love, that is the only way that you will be able to have a positive impact. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And we see this principle so beautifully portrayed in this scene of Star Wars. In the end, Darth Vader does turn to the good side just long enough to save Luke and to throw the Emperor down a shaft, which is a terrible way to kill people in the Star Wars universe. The power of true love and looking outward, as difficult as it is, is infinite. For this week's pro tip, I challenge you to think of someone that you do not get along with, maybe even someone who has wronged you in some way. And I want you to find and articulate the good in that person. I want you to write it down 
the good qualities or the kind things that this person has done. And I want you to let that override any negative or pessimistic thoughts you have about this person and lean into that love and seeing that person for their true self, for their good self. Let that kind thought about this individual release you from the prison of resentment and anger and you will be better off and so will the world. Wow, what a fun episode and a very powerful episode. I love Star Wars. I'm not as big a fan as some of our listeners are, but I I do have passion for principles of truth and those are all over the place in these movies. I hope you enjoyed today. Remember this week, remember to be present, to plan for the future, but not at the expense of the moment. Remember to accept and build upon the constructive criticism you get from others. And most importantly, remember to look for the good in others, even when their behavior is destructive and and their thoughts and words are hurtful to you. And of course, remember that happiness is a skill and life is a team sport. Catch you next week.